Welcome to the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We will be tackling the tough questions that eat at your faith. Throughout the year, four students will dissect, discuss, and comment on each week's topic. And now, please welcome our host and president of Crossroads Farm, Doug Rutledge. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Homegrown Remix Podcast. We're here and we have four amazing students who are going to introduce themselves. But first, my name is Brian Van Dyke and I volunteer at Crossroads as a lead team coach and I've been doing that for four years. I'm Zach Evelder and I'm a junior at Reading High School. I'm Matthew Dillard. I'm a sophomore at Concord High School. I'm Katie Reynolds and I am a sophomore and I'm homeschooled. I'm Avalyn Taylor and I'm a sophomore at Spring Ridge Academy. All right, so what do we talk about tonight? Daniel. <laughs> what about Daniel? Who is this Daniel? Daniel was a Jew um, back in Judah a long time ago. And he, um, when Judah was overran by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, him and about 10,000 other people um, were taken and um, put through like a training three-year program thing. Um, and he did not do anything to defile God, and he saw a lot of success through that. He was a super disciplined person, right? I mean, I think Mm -hmm. maybe the most disciplined thing that this group of people, Daniel and his friends did, was eat vegetables. Like... For years. And water for years. Like, I hardly eat vegetables, like, in a year, much less eating it for a year. Like, once a week. Right, if that, right? <laughs> right. Um, but they weren't allowed to eat what? Why did they do that? Pork they weren't allowed and to eat pork, yeah. yeah. Pork chips. Right, and is that something that you guys would give up? Like, No, mm, yes. Not I, really. I could not do it. I like lobster, man. Mm. No, lobster is so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a meat guy. I, just, I like right. meat, so, yeah. I mean, I could, I could do it. I would not enjoy it, and I would protest I would it a it. lot. If you asked me to give up steak, I wouldn't be able to do it. But pulled pork is a different story. I cannot. No. No, thank you. The Jews weren't allowed to eat either pulled pork or lobster, right? And these are like staples of our American diet. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, I mean, less about the food, but more about like the discipline, right? Yeah. And the the choice that they made. Um, So our second question is, describe a time that you had freedom to make a choice that maybe went against what your parents would want. Okay, so this isn't me, but it was my brother. Um, this was like the first one that came to mind. Him and his buddies went to Silver Lake last year, and since Trevor was technically still a minor at the time, he had to get parent permission. My mom said no. My dad said yes, and my dad signed the paper without telling my mom. And my mom was wondering where Trevor was after school, texted him, and he was at Silver Lake. Yeah. Worth it. My dad and brother were both in the doghouse. So I was number one on the food chain, and it made me very happy. I think a time that happened with me was when I pierced my ears and did not let my mom know before I did it. What were the first words out of her mouth when you came home? I walked through the door, and she's like, are you serious? That's all she said, and then she glared at me for like an hour straight. <laughs> no, like she did not look away from me for very long at all, watching me like a hawk. <laughs> Zach, more. any stories? I think I stole a cookie. <laughs> okay, give me something. We need some I'm, juice, I'm trying to think. I won't tell Brad and Darcy. Like, I hated, I hated yeah. disappointing my parents. Oh, like, I yeah, that's like the worst feeling. Is like it's not getting punished by your parents. It's 
I'm disappointed. I'm in not mad. I'm classic. just disappointed. I love. Oh, I, yeah. I, I loved trying. Trying. Keyword. Trying to disappoint my dad. Anything oh, I God. did, my dad would just laugh about. So nothing really mattered <laughs> oh. to him. Daniel resolved in his heart not to do certain things. Are there things that you have already decided not to do because they go against what God may want for you? I know one thing that is like not super popular in today's world, but I personally want to wait till marriage to have sex, I guess. I just don't feel like it's a good thing to do before you're married. Yep. That's what I was going to say. I third that. The answer yes. Yes. <laughs> what are some other things perhaps you've made a decision and resolved your in your heart? I uh, do not like swearing. Um, I personally, I can. Um, it's just it's something that kind of just annoys me. Like I'm like I don't find it necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not gonna like you're not if you swear at me I'm, or swear I'm not gonna be like oh my gosh you horrible person. <laughs> But sure. it's just going to be like, I'm just going to be like, okay, you don't need to say that. Um, yeah. So that's yeah. something, just the way I was raised. So to kind of go off of what Zach said. Like, it's too public. Yeah. But, and there's a difference between that and, like, me coming up to you on, like, a one-on-one, like, in a private area where we can just have a simple conversation. Like, hey, nothing against you, but just there's this little thing. It's not really great. Instead of going to social media, like, oh my gosh, this is a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of people think that they are um, somehow fulfilling themselves or helping other people when they do that on social media. Yeah. And that's kind of a big problem. People think that it, it's just okay for them to vent, and it actually causes other people to, like, yeah, to hurt and to just have resentment kind of towards mm-hmm. humanity. And that causes a lot of bitterness, especially at our age, I think. It seems like a lot of people post things on social media to make themselves feel better, but it's really just tearing other people down. So what is a situation that you've experienced in your life that is hard for you to stand up for when, when everyone else is kind of doing the exact opposite thing? So I, before I was homeschooled, I was public schooled. I went to Hanover. Um, and there's definitely a big difference between homeschool and public school, but I go to a homeschool co-op, so people will talk down on public school, and I kind of understand what they're coming from, it. but at the same time, I lived it, and they're very dramatic about it, but at the same time, I go to school with these people, and I don't want to make them upset about my opinion, and so I kind of just keep my mouth shut and then rant to my mom when I get home. There was a difficult time in my life where I started hanging out with the wrong crowds, and I landed myself in juvie. Uh, people, I've noticed that I've talked to some people that think they know what juvie is like, when in reality they actually don't, but they want to try to understand, and when you try to tell them, they don't listen. And that's something that big I've noticed now in like society and schools and just everywhere you go, basically, they try to understand, but they really can't. If you've if you've lived through it and they haven't, it's kind of hard to understand certain things. I feel like politics is definitely one thing that a lot of people don't stand up for. Um, I know my dad's side of the family and my mom's side of the family don't necessarily get along because of politics, and like my family, like my mom, my dad, and my brother and I, 
we don't get along on my dad's side of the family very well because of politics, especially these last few years. It's been super hard. And it came to the point where we weren't invited to family Christmas. We weren't invited to family functions. And I just feel like there's a lot of things, especially politics, that need to be put aside during holidays or in family functions in general because we are in family. I haven't experienced that, but I do kind of understand because um, I went to public school, kindergarten through eighth grade. So, um, yeah, I get it. And I think another big thing that I struggle with personally and have struggled with is like the LGBTQ crowd. And it's hard because some of those people you really like besides their sexual identity crisis they really just have bad lifestyles so they're just toxic and you can't try to fix them you just have to pray and you just have to believe that god is going to work in their hearts but then there are other people that are in that category that really are just hurting and they're confused and lonely Mm -hmm. and maybe you being friends with them and them knowing that you're a christian is the only thing like stopping them from maybe like being suicidal or just anything along those lines. So that's been hard for me because it's like one of those situations where you always feel like you're wrong, Mm -hmm. even though you know you're right. And that sounds like arrogant to kind of to people in society, but I think that um, that's really the stand that we need to take as Christians and I think that if more young people start coming out and saying that kind of stuff then there's really nothing they can do because especially as Americans we're just as entitled to free speech as anyone else so I think we need to um, kind of use that more in order to <laughs> in order to make known like it's okay to have opinions as Christians in politics and in culture but as long as you're doing it for God's glory and in his will like just because we say that we need to love people doesn't mean that we like let them be ignorant. We speak the truth in love. Yeah, yeah I was going to jump in on that. Um, there's a very fine line in like this world where as like, Christians, um, when you see people struggling with their sexual identity or whatever that they may be struggling with, there's like a line between being a Christian or being homophobic, and a lot of people blend those together when in all reality all we're called to do is to just love them as they are because they're still created in the image of God granted are they doing something wrong yes but granted so does every other person so it's like walking this line of you need forgiveness I need forgiveness we all just are in a place where we can't make it on our own and that's just kind of where it's like we love each other I love you as a fellow person made in the image of God we all just need him. To go off what the last two said, I went when I was in church this morning, um, the guest speaker was gay during his high school years, and then his mom was not very happy, but she still supported him in his life because, I mean, it's her kid. But she prayed for him, and praying for him made him realize what he was doing was wrong, and it brought him back to his hometown, back to his family back to his church and that made him meet his wife and now they have four kids. Wow, this has been a really great discussion. Um, the last thing I think I want to just leave us with before we sign off is um, just having courage like Daniel. I think we, I think you guys have a lot of great thoughts. I think you guys are 
very, um, very strong in your faith, but living like, you know, talking about our faith, talking about these ideas and then living it out is a whole different thing. Cause once you step yeah. out, once you step outside of the shed, once you leave crossroads, like the world's out there, you yeah. mean, and it's dark and, and you, I think you guys understand that you're not fighting against other people or flesh and blood, but against the present darkness of this yeah. present age. Yeah. And there's a, you know, a devil out there who would love to see you discouraged or to love to see you uh, silenced. And so we just got to like continue to learn from Daniel's story of having that kind of bold courage to stand up for what he resolved in his heart and what he believed in. Cool. Any final thoughts about Daniel, the talk tonight, stories from our guest speaker, Chris? He was a phenomenal speaker. He was great. Very, yeah, he was very... Really good. Very entertaining, very fun to watch. A lot of great stories. He was just a very good public speaker, and it was very fun. I find his job kind of weird. because But intriguing. Yeah. What is his job? He works in a morgue. Doing what? He takes people's eyes. Oof, yeah. Yeah. That's in a blunt way. I, like, no thank you. I was cringing (laughs) the entire time he was talking about it. But I work with my teacher. I don't work with her, but... My teacher works in a morgue, mm. and like she, because I, I only go in person once a week, and she tells us these stories, and I'm like, that's disgusting. Mm. Like, just stop talking. Yeah. And like him talking, I was like, you can stop anytime yeah. now. Actually, to kind of tie that in, I think it's really cool when I hear those kind of people because it's interesting to see speakers and just normal Christians because I feel like when we meet other believers were just kind of like feel like that's the only thing we have in common with them or that's like the only part of their life or something but it's really cool to see just like what God has called other people to do like what their actual vocation is like his vocation is to take to like help people Mm. and to take what's broken and what people think is useless and to use it for good for God's glory so I, I really enjoy seeing that kind of stuff and like how God actually uses technology and intelligence and things that humans try to credit for modernly mm-hmm. and God uses it in his people. Well, with that, you have been listening to another podcast on the Homegrown Remix podcast of Crossroads Farm and we will see you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crossroads Farm is happy to share coffee joy with you through the delicious rich roast coffee. You can order yours by contacting the CRF office at crossroadsfarm.org and contact us to learn about our innovative ministry curriculum, The Arms of a Servant Leader, a four-year strategic discipleship training resource. Follow us on Facebook at Crossroads Farm, Crossroads Farm Northwest, and Crossroads Farm RCI, also on Insta and Twitter.